0: So you meet a woman online. I love her. I just love her. But it turns out thousands of other people are in love with her too. Janessa Brazil. Janessa
1: Brazil. Janessa Brazil.
0: One woman's image is being used by criminals to target innocent people looking for love online. You win their hearts, you win their wallets. Love, Janessa. My wild quest to find her. The unwitting human face of a digital con. From CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service.
2: This is a CBC
3: Podcast. I've talked to friends that are sleeping with baseball bats beside their bed because someone's going to kick the door in and, and put a gun to their head and say, hand over your keys. That's terrifying.
2: That's Ontario Premier Doug Ford talking about the problem of auto theft in Canada as he announced new funding last week to try to tackle that issue. Car thefts in Ontario have gone up by something like 50% in the past year, though it can be much worse depending on where you happen to live. And Ontario is hardly the only province dealing with a rash of car thefts. All of this has prompted the federal government to convene a national summit to be held later this week. Andrew is a Toronto man whose car was stolen last August. CBC News has agreed to conceal his full name and identifying details as his family fears reprisals for fighting back against the car thieves. Andrew, hello. Good morning. Take me back to August. What happened to your SUV?
1: Uh, well, it was uh, Monday of the August long weekend. Uh, my wife and I had just got back from vacation. The truck was in the driveway. We drove to the movies. Uh, mm-hmm. and on the way to the movies, noticed that our steering wheel was bent. We use a club on our car because in May, we had had the same truck stolen from our driveway. Mm-hmm. So we used the club. Uh, we were driving to the movies and noticed the steering wheel was bent. Clearly, uh, they had tried to steal the car the night before. So when we got back from the movies, we said, well, let's park the car and block it in with our second car. Uh, But we said, well, let's have dinner first. So we had dinner, came out from our home 10, 15 minutes later with both keys in hand, and the truck was gone.
2: And this wasn't the first time that this had happened?
1: Second time in less than four months from our driveway.
2: So you find out, having gone through this, that your vehicle is missing. What do you do then?
1: Well, in this case, uh, for the second vehicle, we had put AirTags in the truck. Like those so those, the, those
2: tracking kind of Apple tracking devices? You got kind it, Apple
1: AirTags, over-the-counter, easy to buy. Uh, the first reaction was call 911 and on one phone and on the other phone monitor its exact location, which we did for the next, call it six or seven hours as it drove all around the GTA, sort of sitting in cooling zones before ultimately landing in the CP rail yard.
2: So you open up the app and you can see your your vehicle driving around the city? Correct. You call police on the other phone and you say, listen, our car is stolen and we know where it is. What did the police say? <laughs>
1: well, the, f- the first thing they tell you, and it's it's probably quite prudent, is to not follow your car just in case, you know, the people that have stolen it have guns or are going to hurt you or whatever. So, Were you tempted? Of course. And in retrospect and in talking to lots of people who have had their car stolen, you think, to hell with it. I have to take matters into my own hand and follow it and force the issue with the police to say, no, I'm following it. You come and stop me mm-hmm. and help me get my car back.
2: So having told you not to, you know, get into the vigilante justice side of things, what else did police tell you?
1: Uh, they just said that they would look into it and thank you for the update. In this case, it had gone through three jurisdictions. So three different uh, file notices that I had to reference through the evening until two or three in the morning. Uh, and it, it ultimately, nobody was able to go to the vehicle until the next day when I updated its location to the CP rail yards.
2: The CP rail yards.
1: That's correct. Up in north of Toronto, up in Vaughan, Uh, the truck ended up there. I let the local police know, and and in this case, a really lovely officer uh, did get back to me uh, from his phone, asked me to zoom right in on the AirTag location. He said, I've had 56 cars from my jurisdiction this week stolen. I'm fed up, and I'm going to go and try to get your truck back. So he drives into the CP rail yard. The second AirTag, which hadn't been pinging because it needs a Bluetooth or Wi-Fi signal, uh, to do that, as he rolled up to the container where the first tag was showing, bang, it showed up. And he said, well, here it is. Here's a picture. And I found it. And I said, fantastic. You've done fantastic work. Go get it. And he said, I can't.
2: So he knew I, where it was. You say the container, like one of those shipping containers?
1: You got it. Yeah. And he was right beside it with 100% certainty because the second air tag started showing up. And then he told me, I don't have jurisdiction to open this container. I can't help.
2: Who did? Who 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 has the jurisdiction to open the box? Well.
1: You know, he told us it was CP Rail, so he was very kind to go and look for an officer on site. Uh, I called for the next 45 minutes, CP Rail's at 800 lines trying to get through, and ultimately was told that evening that nobody was there to help.
2: So CBC News contacted a spokesperson for CP Kansas City Railway earlier this month. Um they said they wouldn't talk about this specific incident but that the railway works with federal, provincial and local law enforcement agencies executing a number of strategies to identify and recover stolen vehicles. What do you make of that?
1: Well, this is this is just my particular case, but you know, this is the primary conduit for stolen vehicles to leave the GTA onwards to Montreal. To not have anyone on site for oversight is totally inexcusable, in my opinion. And you know, it was right there and was forth to taking back, and the police were there to help, and no CP Rail officials were there to assist. So, so they would That's totally unacceptable. So they
2: wouldn't open the box. Your, your air tags are still pinging, saying this is where your your, your mm-hmm. truck is. What happens then? Where does it go?
1: Well, over the over the course of the next few days, it made its way through Smith Falls. Into Montreal. Again, I'm calling each time, updating local police about its whereabouts and telling them no callbacks, no f- follow up. Um, you know, within four weeks, it shows up in Antwerp, Belgium. And then three weeks later, into sort of September, October, it shows up in Dubai.
2: In Dubai. Correct. So we asked CBSA, the Canada Board of Services Agency, about this, and they gave a statement saying that local police investigate vehicle thefts and that CBSA acts on 100% of referrals from them to stop stolen vehicles from leaving the country. Your vehicle was not stopped. It ended up in the box. The box got on some sort of ship and sailed away. Uh, what do you think law enforcement could do to help people like you?
1: I think a coordinated effort needs to be put forward where... You know, local police have more jurisdiction in a rail yard, for example, to, you know, get in front of all that theft. You have to ask the question, what else is being transported outside of, you know, two, three tons stolen vehicles um, without oversight? So that's a whole different topic, but more coordination amongst the police forces. And obviously, I think CP Rail is, is you know, the primary target here. They need to do a better job of stopping stolen vehicles in the volume that they're moving from going on their, on their trains, you know, for a free ride. It's not acceptable.
2: Where is your car now?
1: Well, we're, we're very uh, stubborn in our search to try to get it back. Uh, It is in uh, the United Emirates still. And we're working with the Mounties. We've been asked to work with Interpol who are working with local police officials to get the vehicle and take possession of it. you,
2: you, You know, it's your vehicle. You know that, I mean, the air tag hasn't fallen off and it's attached to something else.
1: Correct, and and we have verified that the parking lot where it was uh, previously located had the exact VIN number, uh, mileage. We found the well, your colleague found the uh, for sale listing and confirmed all of its location and details. So, with one hundred percent certainty, we know it's our truck.
2: You saw? Is it true? You saw a photo of
1: it? Absolutely. Beautiful photos, sitting on a lot for sale, quote-unquote, with Canadian specifications and 46,000 kilometers. It's quite I, I laugh,
2: but it's not funny. I mean, it must drive you around the bend.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm quite dug in on this. Many of my friends think it's a little bit crazy to be chasing this thing like we are, but, you know, we really just want the truck back, and we have to send a message that this is no longer acceptable.
2: In the absence of the truck, I mean, what happens now? You, you, I mean, are you going to get another car? Will you... Uh, the club didn't work. So what's the next step to protect whatever vehicle you get?
1: Well, like, like many, you know, there are aftermarket devices. And in, in this case, we have a large family, so we have to drive a larger vehicle to get around. Um, you know, we've installed the aftermarket devices. You know, what I'm worried about and what I'm hearing uh, more and more, just like Premier Ford, Ford said at the lead in mm. was, you know, now these folks are coming into people's homes and just taking the keys so that they can get past those aftermarket devices and that's terrifying and that's what you know may make this a bigger issue
2: what a story Uh, i'm really glad to hear from you and i wish you the best of luck in getting the vehicle back andrew thank you thanks matt andrew is a toronto resident he has been the victim as you heard of auto theft we're not revealing his last name and identifying details because his family to his point fears reprisals for fighting back against those thieves
0: hello i'm jess milton
2: There will be a national summit on car theft on Thursday. Brian Gast is the vice president of investigative services at the Equité Association. It works with insurance sectors to fight fraud. He's also a former Ontario provincial police investigator. Michael Rota is the president and CEO of the Canadian Finance and Leasing Association. It's an organization that advocates for the interests of vehicle leasing companies, among others. Good morning to you both.
0: Good morning. Thanks
3: for having me.
2: Brian, what do you make of, of what you just heard from Andrew?
3: yeah I feel bad for him it's a it's a common occurrence uh, that's sort of why we're seeing the crisis that we're seeing right now and uh, we're seeing it not only in Ontario and Quebec but uh, across the country with export being the primary reason why vehicles are being stolen
2: Michael can you just d- define that crisis I had read that we've had something like a 30%, close to 30% increase in auto thefts across this country. That was in 2022, um, but the numbers continue to be alarming. And that's high compared to the United States, right?
0: Absolutely. In fact, in the Durham region over 2022, there was a 561% increase and in Halton, a 514% increase. When we compare ourselves to the U.S., we also see a sizable difference in the growth of uh, motor vehicle theft, when you hold for population, it's an 11% increase south of the border and a 27% increase here in Canada. In fact, uh, and I think Brian will, will attest to this, Canada has become known internationally as a donor country for stolen vehicles. A donor country, Brian?
3: Yeah, we were in uh, Lyon, France, for an Interpol summit uh, on a global issues with, uh, with uh, export of stolen vehicles. And uh, Canada is definitely being targeted, as are other countries as well. But uh, Canada simply means uh, we're shipping stolen vehicles out as opposed to receiving stolen vehicles into our market. So uh, it's our vehicles are going to other countries.
2: Not a list that you want to be you know, number one on. Why is it that we have so many more vehicles being stolen compared to other nations, including, as I say, the United States?
3: Yeah, and I think it's a global issue. I think every country is facing similar issues. We have a few things going against us. We have two provinces with high population. We have uh, a high number of targeted vehicles that organized crime are, are definitely targeting with uh, close proximity to the Port of Montreal, which is probably the major uh, exit point for, for Canada. So those three things really drive uh, a lot of the thefts that are occurring in Canada.
2: Michael, is that what this is, organized crime?
3: Absolutely. Um,
0: you know, the, the organization required to take these vehicles quickly transports them to the port and then have them out of the, the country uh, really does belie that, that, that is an issue. And in my experience, uh, I, I did work for a period of time as a, uh, um, a prosecutor lawyer with the interior motor vehicle industry council and saw, you know, in my almost 20 years in that role, uh, a, a direct link between organized crime and these sorts of crimes.
2: As you understand it, I mean, what sort of organization are we talking about here when somebody's car can disappear and within days, it seems like it's on a ship sailing away.
0: Well, it's just as the, as the name belies, I mean, they're, they're quite adept at using the system against itself. Um, Canada, ha, you know, is a high reward, low risk jurisdiction. And that's why, you know, we, we welcome things like the, uh, the government of Ontario creating a provincial auto theft team, which will have the expertise and the mandate to target this, this type of crime. And mm-hmm. I think we're seeing an impact. We, we've seen recovery rates for the first half of this year uh, actually
2: going up, which is a good sign. I want to talk about that in a moment, but Brian, from your perspective, we were talking last week, and this was a separate matter. It was about um, the drugs crisis around the world and Canada, particularly the port of Vancouver, being um, a major site of, of drugs being shipped off to other places around the world because of a lack of a dedicated police force in the ports. When we hear Andrew's story about the fact that people know his vehicle is in this box, but the box still ends up on a ship and sailing away... How much progress are we actually making in preventing criminals from getting those cars out of the country through the ports, particularly the port of Montreal, but ports across the country?
3: yeah, and and Michael is right when he when he talks about uh, great announcements from the from the province of Ontario with the dedicated provincial auto theft team, the dedicated prosecutors. In the last six to 12 months, I've never seen the collaboration and cooperation uh, through law enforcement, CBSA, our international partners, as I have. And I think we are starting to see progress. There's still a long way to go, but uh, organized crime is definitely behind this. Uh, organized crime simply—not uh, maybe not your traditional organized crime that everybody thinks of—but really, it's it's a network of individuals working together to commit criminal offenses, and uh, they are extremely connected. They have networks uh, nationally and internationally, and uh, they are doing it. It's not a victimless crime. It's not just a property crime. These vehicles are now funding. They're a commodity. They're funding organized crime. Hmm. Uh, they're funding further drugs and weapons offenses, and. Uh, uh, Interpol will also see terrorism acts as well. So but Andrew, very...
2: Andrew, Andrew could see that his vehicle was in at the port, that it was in a shipping container that was about to be taken, and people couldn't open the container up to get the vehicle out, or even you know specifically identify that it was there with their own eyes. Why is that not happening, Brian? Yeah,
3: and it's extremely unfortunate that uh, that one did get away, and it's something that. We're actively working with law enforcement and our CBSA partners to combat. Uh, It comes down to right now, sure, volume. The number of vehicles that are leaving the country are are significant. So uh, that coordinated effort, uh, working together, sharing information, uh, everybody working together, not in silos. And like I said, the cooperation and collaboration right now between police services, including CP and CN and uh, everybody that needs to be involved is starting to happen. And, uh, I, I'm optimistic and I'm hopeful it, it doesn't help uh, with getting your call, caller's car back, mm. but, uh, hopefully, uh, future events will be a much different story.
2: Michael, the summit is happening later on this week. What is a summit like this possibly going to achieve? Do you think?
0: I think this is going to be a critical summit for us to have. Um, you know, we've seen leadership on the provincial side, particularly in Ontario, uh, where you know as an association we have not seen leadership is on a federal level Uh, i can say our members share the frustration of of your caller uh, having vehicles identified at the ports trying to uh, recover those vehicles and not getting a lot of cooperation from various authorities Mm. i understand that they're they're understaffed and you know they're looking for needles in a haystack Um, but it's also a matter about making priorities and having a process in, in place to share information we authored a paper in June, and we've specifically uh, structured that paper to have short-term, medium-term, and long-term solutions. Not everything is about you know more manpower and more scanners. It's also about more cooperation and coordination, and that's what we're hoping to see coming out of the, the, the summit this Thursday.
2: This has become a political issue, and yesterday the federal conservatives, uh, through Pierre Polyev, their leader, announced uh, a new plan to stop auto theft. Have a listen. We will increase prison time, mandatory prison time for repeat car thieves from six months to three years. We will remove eligibility for house arrest if convicted of a motor vehicle theft by way of indictment. Brian, is mandatory prison time going to stop auto theft?
3: I mean, nothing on its own will will stop it. I think it's a collection of a lot of things, but uh, really going after the organized crime groups with significant sentences and the dedicated prosecuting team that uh, are going to Uh, Prosecute and look for sentences that are reflective of the serious offenses. When it comes to organized crime, going over the going after the organized crime groups that are facilitating this, Mm. that are hiring the uh, younger kids to commit do the dirty work for them, uh, those facilitators—that's really the uh, target—is disrupting that organized crime group.
2: Michael, what about we have a couple of minutes left? What about making it more difficult for the cars to be stolen in the first place? Could could manufacturers do anything? To, to to create some friction between somebody wanting to steal my car and actually being able to drive it away?
0: So I can say absolutely manufacturers take this uh, issue very seriously and are working towards hardening their vehicles against auto theft. That would fall in the longer-term solution mm. that takes time to roll these, these issues out. A colleague of mine did have a, a conversation with uh, one of the auto theft investigators, and they, they talked about, well, what if we hardened the vehicles his comment was, well, it would only, you know, delay them maybe two, three weeks. The sophistication um, and the technological um, sort of might of these uh, organizations are such that they would be able to overtake them quite readily. Um, and I would just point back to what I was saying at the earlier uh, part of the conversation, which is, you know, it, if you look at the differential between ourselves and the United States, understanding that we have a mobilizer protocols here in Canada, right. I really do believe that it's a, it's it's an enforcement issue and
2: that's, you know, I think what we'll see sort of the, 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 the most gains in the shortest amount of time. Brian, we just have a few seconds left. For, for people who are worried about their vehicle being stolen, what should they do? I mean, do you, do you get the club and lock your steering wheel up? I saw some sort of larger steering wheel lock uh, in the parking lot of a grocery store the other day. You have people who are putting air tags in their cars so they can track their cars. Just very briefly, what is it that y- you would advise people to do if they're worried about their car
3: being stolen? Yeah, and we call it a layered approach. The more that you can do to slow them down and make your vehicle less of a target, park in your garage if you can, park in a well-lit area, use a steering wheel lock, use an onboard diagnostic port lock, use an aftermarket immobilizer, a tracking device, Um, All of those things uh, really slow them down. Uh, There's way to defeat each and every one of those, Mm. but really it's it's the matter of slowing it down and not making it easy. And uh, time is of the essence for them. They do not want to be in your vehicle for an extended period of time. So uh, the more you can do to add layers of protection, the better you are.
2: Good to talk to you both about this. Thank you very much.
3: Thank Thank you. you.
2: Brian Gast is a former OPP investigator, vice president of investigative services at the Equite Association. Michael Rota is the president and CEO of the Canadian Finance and Leasing Association. Has your car disappeared from the driveway or perhaps in front of your home? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us, thecurrent, at cbc.ca. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.